Saw your name light up my phone tonight No, I shouldn't answer But I just gotta know why Everything in me is telling me don't But this house is empty And I'm tired of being alone But you make my heart race like cocaine Mellow me out like Mary Jane Long slow breaths into my lungs Marlboro cigarette on my tongue Good strong glass of whiskey Bringing my inhibition down You're my damn addiction Every time you come around. All right. Welcome in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. At least last time I checked, I was still Clay Edwards, 45, sore, and gray. All here just for you this morning. We're live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida. Mississippi. And this morning, we are going to lean into the reality part of the reality radio stuff. We're going to steer a little bit away from politics. There's nothing out there that just jumps out at me that I feel moved enough to talk about. I looked on the interwebs last night. I just did not see anything that jumped out at me. Uh, The second hour of the show, we're going to be joined by Allison Lee New as we bring back the Testimonial Tuesdays, as I promised y'all we would after a two-week hiatus. Should be really good. I've known Allison for a long time. Don't know that we've ever actually met in person, but we have been social media friends for no less than 10 years. So looking forward to hearing Allison's story. And uh, she she is something else. Well, I tell you, if you're not following her on social media, do that. It's Allison Lee, L-E-A, New, N-O-O-E. I said it wrong last week. I said Allison Lee Noon and got corrected by another a mutual friend of ours. I'm like, I guess I just never paid it that much attention. Shame on me. Shame on me. All right. First hour of the show. And look, I, this is kind of a question of the day tied in with tied in with kind of where I'm going here. Because I would love to get you guys' opinions and or personal stories that you're comfortable telling. Let's talk about divorce in Mississippi. We're really anywhere, but we're in Mississippi, so we'll use Mississippi as the uh, example here. I would love to hear your stories. You know, as y'all know, without diving too deep into my personal business, you know, it's something I'm dealing with right now. And I'm just kind of wondering, I, and what got me going down this path last night, I was listening to Steve Robertson's podcast, his uh, Boneyard podcast. It was about Mike, uh, Mike Leach and whatnot, but it just got talking about forgiveness and all kind of stuff. And I was talking about divorce. Like, how do you get to divorce? You know, like how many hurdles do, do how many uh, hurdles do you have to jump before you say forgiveness is done? I don't care anymore. I just want peace or whatever it may be. It's it's different for everybody. You know, what was your breaking point? I, that, that's a question I've asked a friend of mine lately. You know, I, I asked her, I was like, what was your breaking point? You know, she told me and I think I told her what mine was, you know, and we all, everybody's is different. It's a lot like addiction, right? You know, we're going to be here for testimonial Tuesday. Your breaking point in your personal life is a lot like hitting rock bottom in addiction, Everybody's is different, but it doesn't mean that yours is worse than somebody else's. Does that make sense? It does to me. You know, it just depends on what your expectations are. And this isn't to 
This isn't to besmirge anybody or talk bad about anybody or nothing like that. I'm not, I don't plan on talking about my personal business today. But I do want to open up the phone lines. 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line is 769-241-1944. Real quick update on the Mike Leach stuff. There is no update. He has not passed away yet, according to everybody. So I don't, you know, that's really all we got. Steve Robertson says that he did uh, code and for about 10 minutes at one point before they got him to Jackson. I suspect there's probably, you know, some severe brain damage there from the lack of oxygen. I'm no doctor. Don't trust me. I'm I'm just a vaccine specialist. I am not an actual uh, cardiologist or anything like that. So it's not looking good. I'm guessing they're just still trying to get all the family here and make decisions I don't know if they want to keep him on life support or not. Again, I have no clue. Uh, just pray. Pray. If anybody can can work a miracle, it is the God that we pray to. So if, you, uh, if you're if you pulling for Mike Leach, pray for Mike Leach and his family. Bring them peace over this time. You know, it's got to be terrible losing a family member or having an incident like that with a family member over the holidays. Um, I couldn't imagine. And uh, I had an uncle die this week, too. Uh, Glenn Stewart. Uh Good morning to my my family listening out there. We're praying for you guys too, Marty, Andy, and Kathy, all of y'all. So <clears throat> after a long battle with cancer, Glenn succumbed to his uh to his illness a couple days ago. So always sad there. All right, but look, let's get back into something more happy here. Divorce. <laughs> I got pulled up here on the Google machine. The top it says cause of divorce. Thirteen of the most common reasons and uh i have not read these with y'all i literally had this idea on the way in that this is what i wanted to talk about so i got here i pulled up google and said let's talk about it and i'm just gonna jump in again would love to hear from y'all let's see all right number one too much conflict incessant arguing according to psychiatrist dr howard no, i'm sorry psychologist i still don't know the difference in a psychiatrist and a psychologist According to psychologist Dr. Howard Markman, how you handle conflict is the single most important predictor of whether your marriage will survive. Constant conflict, bitter battles, and going to bed angry every night are no one's idea of a healthy marriage. How long could you stick it out when you're home, which is supposed to be your place of peace and release from the daily grind, is more stressful than your worst workday? In a good marriage, your spouse is your partner, your shelter from the storm your number one cheerleader when you're down. In a high-conflict marriage, your spouse is emotionally dangerous as, as, a, is emotionally da- is as emotionally dangerous as a terrible boss. Unless interrupted by marriage counseling or therapy, this negative spiral will continue downward until the only place left to go is divorce. Let me ask this about that. Have any of you ever actually been through successful marriage counseling and stayed married? And are happily married now post-counseling. And I'm not asking this to be facetious. I'm just curious because I don't personally think that I know a couple that has been through it successfully. I think by the time it gets to that, it's already over. But again, this is stuff a lot of people keep private and they don't talk about. So I'm dragging all this out today. So I'm curious. What do you guys think? Have you successfully been through marriage counseling and stayed with your significant other regardless of what the the conflict or was or that took you to 
uh, counseling. All right, number two, lack of commitment. This is a big one around Mississippi. We all know some cheaters around here. A happy and healthy marriage requires commitment from both spouses. Unfortunately, it only takes one spouse with a lack of commitment to the relationship to doom the marriage. If one partner isn't fully committed to the other, then the marriage will eventually suffer. Sometimes the spouse will, who is still committed to the relationship believes they can single-handedly save their marriage if they work harder at it. After all, they put in 200% while the other spouse puts in 0%. <clears throat> that equals 100%, right? Checking my phone there. We've got some text I'll get to here in a second. It says, uh, when the marriage inevitably ends after the shock and disbelief have worn off, their rage at being used and taken for granted during the relationship may lead to a difficult, may lead to a very difficult divorce. Well, yeah. I mean, I would think, you know, if I'm getting cheated on and we finally get around to getting divorced, that's payback time, isn't it? It's time to get your comeuppance. It's payback. And I think that's what a lot of it is. And, you know, going back to the first thing about the home not being your place of peace, it being your battlefield. Now, I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, they're towards the end of of my marriage. I, I would get home, and I would just go take the longest shower I could. I'd grab me a couple beers and just eat whatever ran out first, the the cold beer or the hot water. That That was how long of a shower I took. And it was kind of in those, it was in that moment that I realized that this just ain't, this ain't how it's supposed to be. You know, whether it was me or her or whatever, I'm not pointing the finger at anybody here. I'm just saying that it was in that moment of realizing that if I'm doing this, I'm doing something wrong. So kind of backtracking there a little bit. Let's, uh, before we go any further, let's check out the Guns and Gear text line here. Let's see. Uh, Amber chimes in. Says, I am cracking up at you. Oh, talking about Allison's name. Uh, it says, uh, I have been through a marriage, through marriage counseling and stayed with my partner. All right, so there's one. It's like I say, don't take much to prove me wrong around here. Uh, let's see here. Somebody told me you should do a Spotify playlist of the intro songs. Uh, yeah, by the way, the intro song was Justin Holmes, and the name of the song was Damn Addiction. I thought it was fitting with today's subject matter and the fact that it's a, it is a Testimonial Tuesday. We'll be talking about addictions and whatnot in the second hour. A human being can also be your addiction. Your significant other, a toxic relationship, those can be very addictive. Uh, raise your hand in the studio if you've been in an addictive, toxic relationship. <laughs> Mine is up. Mine is up. It was a, a, an addictive, toxic relationship can be more damaging than any drug. Absolutely can. All right. Number three, infidelity and extramarital affairs. Hell, I thought that's what lack of commitment was. <clears throat> I guess that could be two different things. Let's see. Uh, all right. Being cheated on by the person who vowed to remain faithful to you forever is a bitter pill to swallow. And most people consider this to be unfor- an unforgivable offense. Infidelity doesn't always lead to divorce, but it does destroy how you see your relationship. Discovering your spouse has been engaging in an extramarital affair, makes you ask three questions. One, can my marriage survive this betrayal? Two, can I ever trust my spouse or partner again? And three, am I willing to work on my marriage or is my partner's infidelity the last straw? 
The answers to these questions depend on whether both of you are willing and able to repair your relationship, almost certainly with the help of marriage and family therapist. Uh, to rescue your relationship, you will have to forgive your partner, and your partner will have to make a genuine apology and commit to taking action to end their cheating ways for good. If you've been drifting apart, focus on reconnecting rather than pointing fingers and playing the blame game. Again, I can only speak from past relationships. Uh, infidelity had nothing to do with my marriage. I want to make sure I put that out there to the best of my knowledge anyway. I don't know that I could ever forgive anybody for cheating. I, that is that, that is the line in the sand. That's the crossing the Rubicon moment for me personally. I think everybody's is different, but that's kind of the thing for me. Because if you do forgive and get back, then the person who did the cheating always feels like the other person has a free pass to cheat. That's always been my assumption. That's always how I felt like I would look at that, is if if I stayed with somebody who cheated, then that gave them a free pass to, to get their comeuppance, to get theirs back. Because otherwise, anytime you get into an argument, it could be dangled over your head. Oh, well, you know that time you cheated on me. <laughs> All right, look, we're already up against the first break here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. When we get back, we're going to continue this list of 13 reasons for divorce, and I'm going to give my opinions on all of them. We'll be right back live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. And that's probably what we're doing this morning, talking about divorce on a uh, conservative talk radio station. That probably qualifies as breaking rules when necessary. This is what happens when I can't find anything I really want to talk about. We talk about something like this. We can get deep every now and then here on the Clay Edwards Show. It ain't all incendiary shenanigans. All right, real quick, this segment is going to be brought to you by the Gathering Restaurant out there at the town of Livingston. Hey, look, you want to stay out of hot water with your significant other? Take them out there to the Gathering. Nothing will calm a human being down quicker than putting some food, some good food in their belly. And uh, it's like, I'm sorry, baby. Eat this fried pork chop. (laughs) Works for me every time. Works on me. Every time, should I say. Hey, look, today's special, their lunch special today, the Blue Plate special, is hamburger steak. Man, I bet that's good. I bet you, you know, if like if you're watching your carbs or anything, you can go out there and probably get it without gravy or anything and get some kind of green vegetable on the side. Kind of stay Atkins, low-carb friendly, keto friendly there, whatever your preference is. But look, man, get out there every day. They got a Blue Plate special. Tomorrow is their, speaking of fried pork chops, is their famous fried pork chop plate and then on friday is their ten dollar fried catfish plate you can't beat that also they have homemade gumbo and tomato basil soup served all day long every day in the evenings you can enjoy butcher cut steaks fresh seafood golden brown fried catfish savory pastas and delicious salads enjoy an excellent brunch saturday from 10 to 2 i tell you well you say brunch and you got to say mimosas too surely they got some mimosas out there too uh, let's see, live music every Sunday night. You can check out their social media pages to see who those artists are. And The Gathering also offers family meals to go. Everybody's out there on the run, on the go. I mean, look, you're living out in some of those nice neighborhoods in Madison County. I know both husband and wife are working bell to bell trying to pay those bills. I ain't always got time to cook. So get out there and get a family meal to go. Also, the adjacent Livingston Mercantile has a huge selection of hunting and fishing supplies. You can also visit the full-service gas station there with its true southern hospitality. They pump your gas for you, my friends. I tell you, I mean, I'm very capable of pumping my own gas. 
But just because I like to jump in the Wayback Machine every now and then, the DeLorean, get that thing up to 88 miles an hour, go back in time, it's kind of cool letting them pump your gas for you. But that is The Gathering restaurant out there at the town of Livingston. Today's lunch special, hamburger steak. All right, on the Guns and Gear text line. Let me pull it back up here. We had a couple good texts here. Crazy T says, I'm on my third marriage. First one, they left me. And the second one, I left them because of abuse. My mama didn't raise no quitter. Hey, look, man, third time's the charm sometimes. Sometimes there's not. <laughs> Let's see here. Unknown texture says, Clay, I know this was a topic. Things to leave in 2022. STDs, Snowball, Thomas, and Master D. This is a positive solution. A lot of these churches cause a lot of issues in the home also. Yeah, you know, look, I've had nothing but a positive experience in my church, so I want to make sure I put that warning label on what I'm about to say. But, I can, you know, I can see that. You know, you feel like sometimes when you get into these groups, and I think social media, I, you know, I don't know if social media is on this list, but I bet you social media in this day and age is the number one cause for divorce. That is just... <laughs> That is just my opinion. It opens up the door to so much tomfoolery and shenanigans. You know, and also, like I said, I had was having a talk with a friend the other day. But be careful who you get in your circle. You know, we're going to talk about the infidelity part of this. Be careful who you keep in your circle. Your friends are only as loyal as their opportunities to cheat are. Some of them. You know, like we, there are good friends out there, by the way. I mean, not everybody's like that, but just assume they're not, and you'll be way better off for it. Just assume they're not. I used to kind of laugh at folks like that, but as I've gotten older and realized how shady folks are, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm probably not going to give you a key to my house uh, to check on my wife while I'm gone. Anyway, I digress. Let's get back into this. We're at number four on the reasons for divorce the top 13 reasons as slow as i'm going we may not get to all of them before the second hour this is a number four lack of emotional and or physical intimacy this is a big one fellas and ladies emotional and physical intimacy grease the wheels of a <laughs> of a smooth running relationship when they're gone however serious relationship issues often take their place communication breakdown anger resentment sadness loneliness infidelity and greatly diminished self-esteem are some of the most serious issues and left untreated they can irreparably damage a relationship and pave the road to divorce when emotional intimacy is low or non-existent your sex life will probably suffer as well when you feel emotionally distant or disconnected from your spouse, your marriage may become sexless, may become a sexless one. To reignite the spark, try to remember why you fell in love with your spouse and make a conscious effort to view them through those lenses. Also, think about think about what you used to love doing together and carve out time to do those things together again. Spending quality time doing something you both enjoy can help to rebuild emotional intimacy which can lead to physical intimacy emotional and physical intimacy is like super glue to strengthen your love and marriage bonds 
You know, I, I don't want to keep going back to listening to Steve Robertson podcast here, but it, it, they have been really good here lately. Um, Steve's sports writer for <clears throat> Mississippi State, but his podcasts are a lot like mine. He'll, he'll peel back the onion into his personal life a good bit. <clears throat> On last week's episode, he got into talking about he'd gone out to his wife is a nurse and she's working out in New Mexico and he had gone out there to visit her. And he said, guys, always treat your wife like you're still dating. And that really stuck in my head a little bit there. And I know given the opportunity again down the road, um, that, that that would definitely be something that I try to always remember is to continue to treat somebody like you're dating. Never get so comfortable that that you treat it like a business partnership and not a relationship. All right. So, yeah, I can definitely understand the lack of emotional and or physical intimacy. See, did y'all know y'all were going to get marriage counseling this morning? This may be some marriage counseling that actually works around here. Let's see here. Oh, we got a text in from Nick on the Guns and Gear text line here. Let me pull it back up real quick. Nick says, uh, re-engage ministry is amazing. Without Christ front and center of your marriage, you are spinning your wheels. You are powerless to love your spouse the way you promised you would, the way they dreamed you would, and the way God designed that you should. Very true. Very true, my friend. Let's see here. Uh, Thomas has been texting. We'll get back to Thomas in a minute. Uh, it says, number five, communication problems between partners. Uh, this is a big one here. Because sometimes you can argue about the most silliest nonsense and not just talk through it. I think communication is absolutely a very a key to any successful relationship, business partnership, employee-boss relationship, anything. Uh, <clears throat> taking this to the employee-boss thing, me and the guy I work for, Casey, out at Ellis Autoplex, we have a very good communication relationship. We, and it's like, if I got something I need to say, I just say it, and vice versa. We're both grown-ups. Nobody gets their feelings hurt. And it makes for a very, very positive work environment versus a toxic work environment because you don't want to go around resenting somebody use that same energy at home all right but here's what they say communication between partners a breakdown in the lines of communication is one of the biggest predictors of divorce couples who don't communicate well cannot resolve issues together and tend to suffer more misunderstandings and hurt feelings than those who have learned how to resolve conflict respectfully good communication is is physical as well as verbal And it is required for almost everything in a good relationship, including sex, a couple's finances, whether or not to have children, areas of disagreement, and other sensitive topics. Unhappy couples deem too dangerous to discuss. An inability to communicate turns problem-solving sessions into shouting matches, which will eventually kill love, intimacy, and respect in your relationship. To make it through the inevitable tough times, you must be willing to be able to talk about what's wrong and not working and decide together how to resolve these issues. According to clinical psychologist and life coach, Dr. Edward Dreyfus, being able to communicate well requires both good transmission skills, uh, articulation, and good receptive skills, listening. Without both, communication would be very difficult. So you got to be a good talker and a good listener. You got to know how to articulate what you're saying there. Something I do very poorly on this radio show a lot of times. All right, here's a big one here before we go to the break. I want to hit this one. Domestic violence, abuse by a partner or parent. This is a big one here. I I don't have to do too much explaining here, but let's just say this. Domestic violence can include any act of tangible or threatened abuse. 
including verbal, physical, sexual, emotional, and or economic abuse in a relationship. One person gains or maintains power over their partner via a pattern of abusive power. This abuse can be directed solely at a spouse or it can involve one or more children of the marriage. If you or your children are in immediate danger, call 911 now. And it's got listed here, a bunch of phone numbers and stuff. All right, when we come back, we're going to hit up opposing values and morals. We're going to get all to your text messages. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Breaking rules when necessary. <laughs> Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show as I entertain myself for another two hours this morning. We're live in the Mack Hike of Flowood, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram Studios. This segment going to be brought to you by our friends over at Keith's Lock and Key, family-owned and operated right here in central Mississippi, going all the way back to when Ronald Reagan was president, back when America was great before Donald Trump had to make it great again. Keith's Lock and Key is here for all of your commercial and residential lock smith needs. Check them out, brother. They don't do vehicles. You're going to have to get somebody else for that. I do have a guy for that. If y'all ever need a, a plug on getting your vehicle taken care of, I will send you a guy's number. Very dependable folks. But for your home, your business, your safe, any of that stuff, Keith's Lock and Key. Go ahead and program the number in your phone now because uh, they don't do all the fancy social media stuff. All right? They're old-fashioned. You actually talk to the owner when he, he picks up the phone when you call. You can text him too. But uh, old-fashioned, man. Talks to his customers. Imagine that. 601-278-1459. And they do offer statewide service. That is Keith's Lock and Key. All right, man. This morning, we are talking about divorce and the top 13 reasons for it. I'm trying to zoom through a little bit. I really appreciate all the positive text messages coming in from everybody. Uh, apparently, you guys are enjoying this. So, uh, much love. I appreciate that. I'm glad y'all are uh, on to it this morning. Let's see here. Uh buddy of mine says uh, spitting fire this morning. And Thomas actually had a, a good point this morning. Thomas texts in and says everybody is cheating because they are with somebody they don't really want to be with. They are just with them because it's convenient. But to me, if it's convenient, then it's what's best. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I agree with the premise of what he's saying, but I don't think everybody is with somebody they don't want to be with. I do think there's people out there that Love who they're with and love being with them. I know some happily married couples that ain't, that ain't just doing it for the gram, like really happy folks. So let's see here. Sylvia sent us in a Bible verse talking about when you're checking on your inner circle of friends. It says, <clears throat> when check on that inner circle of friends, remember what God said. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. That was great. That was great right there. Let me read that one more time. Remember what God said. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. That goes back to what you always hear a lot growing up, right? You are who you hang out with. You're hanging out with three broke dudes. You're going to be the fourth. You're hanging out with three rich dudes. You've got a lot better chance of being the fourth. So uh, just keep that in mind. All right, look, let's zoom through this a little bit here as we get ready for our guest in hour number two, Allison Lee New for Testimonial Tuesdays. Number seven, opposing values and morals. And before I even read this, my assumption is uh, a lot of us can relate this back to politics and stuff of that nature. Like, I can't be with a Democrat. Not because of your necessarily your political stuff, but if you about killing babies, Clay can't be with you. That's just, that, 
that is my line in the sand. It really is. I, I just can't be with anybody that's not pro-life uh, and pro-God. Anyway, opposing values and morals. There have been literal wars fought over differences in race, religion, nationality, and culture. The persecution based on all of these, plus gender, sexuality, and even which political party someone supports. When two spouses have to develop, when, I'm sorry, when two spouses have or develop opposing values and or morals and neither has the ability or willingness to see things from their spouse's point of view, the marriage is likely to end in divorce. She believes she believes in a woman's right to choose. He believes life begins at conception. Well, there we go. His best friend is gay. His wife is homophobic. They fell in love despite their religious differences. But those differences are tearing them apart now, and they have children. When you're in love, you tend to overlook or rationalize red flags that your core values and morals are too different for a healthy relationship. But when those rose-colored glasses come off, those differences make it difficult or impossible to sustain a happy marriage. Yeah, I think that goes without without saying. And uh, I know there's probably kids in the car with you this morning, but don't don't get into a new relationship and think just because everything's going great, the SCX, all that stuff, you got to share some core values too. You, you really do. If you're going to be looking past a week, a month, two months, you know, do you, do you share some core values? Uh, are they a good parent? Does that matter? Where are you at in your life? There's, there's a lot of things to take into consideration there. But uh, anyway, all right, <clears throat> here's a big one. Uh, this will be a popular one around here. Addiction, alcohol, drugs, gambling, or sex. I, you can make this number one. I, you can make this one number one. There are many different types and degrees of addiction, and many top professionals, politicians, business people, doctors, lawyers, portfolio managers, actors, and athletes, to name a few, have been able to hide their addiction successfully as they rose to the top. Their spouses may be blissfully unaware willing to look the other way in return for a lifestyle slash economic benefits or gaslighted into believing they're the crazy one to suspect their spouse's addictions. No matter how the moment of truth arrives, it is always shattering. Whether the marriage can survive depends on several factors, including the addict's willingness and ability to take responsibility for their addiction, a genuine desire to seek treatment and a lifelong commitment to recovery. You know, I'm big about that around here. Um, I work through my problems very openly with y'all. Uh, and I, I help other people uh, tell you their stories. I like to lend my platform to other people to tell you their stories. I believe that this is probably the number one, uh, maybe other than infidelity alone. But I believe once you open up the addiction, alcohol, drugs, gambling, sex, that the infidelity goes hand in hand with these issues. So <clears throat> there's little things. If you ever want to talk privately, you maybe think your spouse is hiding something from you, like an addiction of some sort. Give me a shout. Give me a shout. I'll, I'll tell you some things to look for and, and not to be Captain Snitch over here, but I've gone through them on both sides of it. <clears throat> and I, I, I know, I know, how I, I know how I act when I fall off the wagon, and I know how other people act when they try to hide falling off the wagon. 
So feel free to reach out to me. I would gladly have that conversation with you. Uh, Number nine, absence of romantic intimacy or love. This one is far too common given how busy and stressful our lives are, especially when you add driving the kids to football, hockey, baseball, ballet, orchestra, theater, choir practice, uh, before and after school into the mix. Too many couples prioritize everything except their relationships. And then one partner is blindsided when the other says, I want a divorce. Contrary to popular belief, romantic love is not self-sustaining without carving out quality time for intimacy and fun as a couple, not just as a family. Love withers like a plant without water or sunshine. Create a weekly carved in stone date night. For example, go to bed or wake up early and use the time for daily physical cuddling and or sex and emotional intimacy. Remember what you love doing while you were dating then start doing those things again before it's too late. I think we go back to that, right? We go back to what we discussed earlier with always treat her like she's your girlfriend, not your wife, in a good way. Like you're trying to make her your wife. Like you're trying to keep her your wife. Treat her like like she might not say yes. You know, treat her right. Ladies, goes for you too. Treat him right. Make him want to continue to chase you for the rest of your life. There's things you can do as well. Number 10, one spouse not carrying their weight in the marriage. This is a big one. Uh, We all know marriages like this. Both spouses work full time, but only one of them takes responsibility for grocery shopping, cooking, household chores, and child rearing. Over time, the spouse who work. The spouse who work doesn't end up when they get home. Let me start over on this. I somehow butchered that. Over time, the spouse who work, they got a typo here. Over time, the spouse who works doesn't end when they get home, can build up a powerful resentment against the other one unless the situation is addressed and rectified. Let me just put that in my own words. The spouse who works builds resentment towards the one that doesn't. And uh, that over time, Uh, can spiral into divorce. Sit down and list everything that needs to be done to keep the household running smoothly. Then place a name beside each task, making sure to divide the chores equitably. Boy, Democrats love that word, equitably. Uh, Don't forget to add, I can tell a Democrat wrote this, don't forget to add your children's names to tasks they are old enough to tackle or help with. From setting the table to washing the dishes or mowing the lawn to vacuuming the carpets. Not carrying your weight extends to romance and intimacy. If one partner is the only one making romantic gestures, arranging date nights, or initiating sex, that will also take a toll on the marriage. And hey, don't be selfish when you're in the bed either. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Little blue pills, take them. Don't be selfish. Uh, 11, financial problems and debt. Money has been tight for many couples over the last few years. Arguments about money can become nasty and vindictive. And if a couple lacks the communication skills to discuss their financial problems calmly and rationally, that can be a reason for divorce. In a marriage, financial problems are not limited to carrying massive debt and or being unable to cover necessities. When the way spouses think about money and debt, no matter how much or how little of it they have, they actually have, are fundamentally, fundamentally incompatible. It can also cause a breakdown of marriage. If financial problems are your main issue, consider hiring an expert specializing in financial 
divorce issues. They could save you money by recommending the most efficient strategies for property division, tax, and support issues. A divorce final, a, a, a divorce financial analyst, that is a tongue twister, can also provide scenarios extrapolating your cash flow and net worth 5, 10, or even 20 years into the future if you choose a settlement A versus settlement B. 12. Here's a big one here in Mississippi. Marrying too young. Yeah, buddy. A study from the University of Utah suggests that the perfect age to get married is between 28 and 32. This is because those who marry young most likely don't fully grasp marriage. This could be a reason why a lot of young married couples get divorced. About 46% of couples who get married young get divorced. 46%. Also, 48% of couples who marry before they turn 18 are most likely to get divorced in 10 years compared to 25% who marry after the age of 25. All right, last but not least here, number 13, lack of shared interest incompatible between partners. I'll tell you what, we'll hit that one right here on the other side of the break as we get ready for hour number two on The Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules, baby. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. We're talking divorce this morning, man. I uh, don't have about two or three minutes left in this hour. We'll save the ad reads for hour number two. All right, so look, we were at number 13 here. So why do people get, uh, I'm sorry, it says a uh, lack of shared interest, incompatible incompatibility between partners. For example, if he loves bowling and she loves dancing, he could bowl with his buddies on Thursdays while she goes dancing with her girlfriends and then identify something they both love to do on Friday. I kind of skipped around there, but y'all, y'all get the point. I wanted to skip to this. They actually have it broke down here a little bit on some of the percentages of reasons why people get divorced lack of commitment 75 percent infidelity 59.6 percent i still say they're the same thing uh too much conflict in the family 57.7 percent how can you have this many percentages in a uh in a a hundred percent let's see here uh financial issues 36.7 percent young young age at marriage 45 percent substance abuse 34 percent look here's what i gather about all this if you want a successful marriage, don't smoke meth, stay faithful, have sex on a regular basis with your significant other, and be respectful. I mean, I, th- I think if you just do those things, it's kind of like being an adult. Pay your bills, don't smoke meth. I, I think we just all take it back to don't smoke meth and uh, or cheat. <laughs> and, and you should have a pretty successful relationship today this has been clay's love advice uh whatever you want to call it i think we did pretty good with this uh so look, it, it, do as i say not as i do <laughs> anyway this is the clay edwards show coming up next in hour number two testimonial tuesday's return with allison lee new we'll be right back on 103.9 w-y-a-b Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.